0: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطاعنا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين إليه الساعة من يتع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل إن كنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يحبكم الله ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم وفي الحديث قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من أحيا سنتي عند فساد أمتي فله أجر مئة شهيد أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين we begin and we commence by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all his favours and all his bounties upon us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us reciters of La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us from the umat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sustaining us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is seeing to all our needs. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that being who is as-sattar. One of the beautiful 99 names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is as-sattar, the concealer, the hider that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala conceals and hides our sins and our faults and our mistakes. In spite of our disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hides our faults and our mistakes. The previous ummats and the previous nations of the past, if a person had to commit a sin in the darkness of the night, then at the break of dawn uh, it would be known and it would be written on the door of that person that this person in the darkness of the night he had committed so and so sin. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his infinite mercy for you and I, for the ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala conceals our mistakes and our faults and our sins. And in spite of our disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Still Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes care of us He looks after us He blesses us over and over again with His favors and His bounties Which we have to make shukar Which we have to show gratitude Which we have to use the favors and the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala In the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ثُمَّ لَتُسْأَلُنَّ النَّعِيمِ On the day of Qiyamah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will question us and ask us Regarding the favors and the bounties that He had bestowed upon us Uh, the life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given us, the youth that He had given us, the strength and the energy that we have, the wealth that we have, where did we earn it, how did we spend it? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask us regarding all these favors and these bounties on the day of Qiyamah. And we will make shukr, and we will show our thanks and our gratitude, Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, most definitely, I will increase my favors and my bounties upon you. Nevertheless, respected elders and friends, we find ourselves in the Mubarak and the Blessed Month of Rabi'ul Awal, and this is the month that the greatest creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the greatest being to set foot on the surface of this earth, Nabi came into this world, and this was the month that Rasulullah left this world. And the month of Rabi'ul Awal is a month for a Muslim and a Mu'min to look within himself and to take stock. Of his life, of his actions, how much of his life, how much of his a'mal and his actions are conforming and are in accordance to the sunnah and the lifestyle of Rasulullah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran. Qul, in allaha, that say to them that if you love Allah, if you claim that you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then show it in your actions. Fattabi'uni, then follow me, meaning follow Rasulullah Follow his lifestyle. That is a sign and a proof that you have love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in turn, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will love you, and, and most definitely Allah subhanahu will forgive your sins. Allah will overlook your faults and your mistakes. So my beloved elders and friends, we have to look within ourselves. And we have to see, how much is the sunnah and how much am I following the tariqat and the way of Rasulul Pak sallallahu alayhi wasallam? And then we find Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentions in a hadith that man ahya sunnati inda fasadi fasaadi ummati falahu ajru mi'ati shaheedin. That person who will revive my sunnat, that person who will bring alive my sunnat. then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam says he will get at such a time at a time of fitna and facade and corruption, the time that we are going through now, wherein the sunnahs are being trampled upon, the lifestyle and the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu are looked down upon, and a Muslim and a mu'min, many a Muslim and a mu'min, he becomes embarrassed, and he feels dishonored, he feels disgraced, to practice, to dress, to walk, and to act on the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us and protect us, so a person who revives the Sunnah and he brings alive the Sunnah again in this time of age, in, the, in this time, and in this age, and in the time of fitna and fasad and corruption, then he will get the reward of a hundred martyrs. Look at this hadith of Rasulullah ﷺ, that a person is not given the reward of hundred martyrs. What is the reward of one martyr that before even he passes away, he's shown his abode in the hereafter in jannah. Before his blood touches the ground, he is forgiven from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not giving one, the reward of one martyr, but hundred such martyrs for a person who revives sunnat. And not for performing lengthy rakats of tahajjud salah, not for Tilawatul Quran, yes, that reward is there in its place. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving this reward for the person who revives sunnat and brings sunnat in his life. What did Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam say? That Man That person who loves my sunnah and my way and my practices Then indeed he has loved me والسلام, That person who loves me, then most definitely he will be my companion He will be with me in Jannah And this is the desire of every Muslim and every Mu'min to be in the companionship to be in the company of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa sallam in akhirat, in the hereafter but respected and friends to bring sunnah to bring the love for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa sallam in one's heart this does not come overnight this comes with an effort a long life effort and my respected and friends to bring the love for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa sallam to bring his love within our hearts we have to understand firstly what was the love that Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam had for us? What was the love, the, the level of the love and the muhabba that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam had for his ummah, had for you and I? What were his days spent in? What were his nights spent in? Was it spent with his family, with his beloved wives, with his children? No, the day of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was what? That he was... Involved in the effort of deen, involved in spreading this kalima, involved. And his day was going to one-one person and inviting one-one person towards the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His effort was towards his ummah, towards you and I. That how every person in the day of qiyamah can be a Muslim, can be a believer, can be successful. That was his day. What was his night? His night was in salah, crying in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for who? not for his family members again, not for his wife and his children, but for his ummah, for you and I. His feet used to become swollen. And that his family members would say that the sound used to come out of the chest of Rasulullah mirjan, nir- like the sound of a boiling kettle, out of excessive crying for his ummah, for you and I. Nabi sallam, when he was about to leave this world and towards the end of his life, that sickness of his, and he could not even lead the salah at that time. Abu Bakr was the Imam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave the instruction and Abu Bakr led the salah. What was Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's desire? What was his wish at that time that move the parda and move the curtain that one last look at my sahaba, at my ummat. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he's about to leave this world and his ruh is about to come out. And the pain that he was going through at that time, that every Muslim and every person that leaves this world, when that ruh is coming out and that life is coming out, then the pain that a person feels at that time it is very, very severe. That is why it is the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allahumma a'inna ala humaratil maut. Allahumma a'inni ala humaratil maut wa sakaratil maut. Oh Allah, help me and be of my assistance at the time of the throes of death. When I, my ruh is coming out, when I'm leaving this world, be with me and help me and help me and assist me and make it easy for me. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the pain that he was going through. And then he questions the angel of death. And he asks him that, is this the pain that every of my ummati will go through? And when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was informed, this will every person will have to go through this pain. Then he requested and he asked that the pain of every human being, of every of my ummati till the day of Qiyamah. Take that pain and put it on my chest and let me take that pain for my ummat. At the time of both his fikr and his worry is about his ummat on the day of Qiyamah. That when the entire humanity and the entire creation will stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be severe at that time and people will run and they will flock to different anbiya alayhimu salatu wa salam and we will say that the request that make intercession, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to begin with the Hisab kitab. This day is very, very long. And every Nabi and every Prophet, they will go to Musa alayhi salam, to Isa alayhi salam. What will every Nabi and every Prophet say? That, Ya Rabbi, nafsi, nafsi. That, today I cannot help you. Today it is only me. I am worried about myself. What will happen to me? And there will be one caller. Amongst that entire humanity, that entire creation, the entire world from the time of Adam السلام, till the last person to come into this world, there will be one person that will be saying, Ya Rabbi, Ummati, Ummati, O oh my Rabb, Oh my Allah, my Ummat. On the day of Qiyamah again, his worry and his cries for his Ummat. This was the love and the shafqat and the kindness and the worry and the mercy that Rasulullah وسلم, had for you and I on the day in, in Jannat also. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will not rest at peace that he will be in Jannat and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowing very well that he is grieved and he is saddened Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send Jibra'il alayhi salam. go to my beloved he went through everything in this world why is he saddened? Jannah is a place of enjoyment and pleasure Jibra'il alayhi salam will go to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that what is this condition of yours why are you saddened? why are you grieved? why are you worried? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will say, how can I enjoy Jannat when there are people from my Ummah that are burning in the fire of Jahannam? Shibirida alayhi salam will go back with the answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give the instruction and the command that remove from, jann- from Jahannam every person that had an atom's weight of iman or recited this kalima, la ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself, personally he will go and remove one one of his ummatis those, those that proclaimed and said La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah He will remove them himself personally from the fire of Jahannam So this is the love If we understand the love that Rasulullah had for us and what he went through and what were his days and what were his nights then it will become easy for a Muslim and a Mu'min to bring the sunnah to bring the teachings of Rasulullah within our lives Respected elders and friends Today we find the sunnah is being sampled upon. And the sunnah is looked down looked down upon. That we find Sahaba anhum and the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa they acted upon a sunnah because it was a sunnah. Today we say because it is sunnah. It is only sunnah. So I don't have to do it. I don't have to carry it out. Sahaba because it was sunnah because Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa did it. They did it. And they acted upon it. That when a group of sahaba went into the court of a king and they were partaking of meals and a morsel of food had fallen onto the ground. Then we know it is the sunnah and the teaching of our Nabi ﷺ, that if a morsel or a piece of food has to fall onto the ground, it is sunnah to pick it up, to clean it and then to consume it. So a morsel of food had fallen onto the ground and this sahabi went to lift it up and to clean it and to consume it and the other person that was there said to him that what are you doing you are in the court and you're in front of such people uh, of status and they look down upon this you will be mocked at you will be laughed at and what was his reply in his response that, that should i forsake and leave out the sunnah and the practice and the teaching of my beloved rasulullah for a group and a bunch of fools must i worry about what they are saying This is the practice and the teaching of my Habib, of my beloved, of my Rasul. I will not forsake it at no cost. I will carry it out and I will practice upon it, come what may, whatever the condition might be. So to bring sunnahs in our life, this is the beauty of our deen and our Islam. Respected, friends, that a Muslim's and a Mu'min's life, his 24 hours daily life, can become a form of Ibadah and and an act of worship. If he does everything according to the sunnah, every day a person wakes up, every day we go to sleep, every day uh, we use the toilet, every day we walk, every day we put on our clothing, all we have to do is do it according to the sunnah. That how did my Rasul put on his shoes? How did he remove his shoes? How did he use the toilet? How did he sleep? How did he eat? Let us learn the sunnah. Let us open the, the books of Ahadith Let us open the books of Sirat Let us go to, to our ulama And ask them that How did the peace Wasallam Do these things How did he conduct his business How did he interact with the next person How was his akhlaq and his character Today our akhlaq and our character What is the condition of our akhlaq and our character What was the character of Rasulullah Sallallahu Today it is a norm amongst us that he hurt me, or he done such and such thing to me, so I have to do the same thing to him. But what was the akhlaq and the character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa How did many thousands of people come into the fold of Islam? It was to, through the akhlaq and the character of Rasulullah sallallahu When he went into Makkah al-Mukarramah, victorious, on the occasion of Qadhi Makkah, that when the kuffar and the mushrikeen thought that now Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa take revenge, and we are finished, there is no way out for us today. And many of them had run away and had left Makkah al-Mukarramah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam displayed the best of akhlaq and character. And he said to them that I say the very same words that Yusuf alayhi salam said to his brothers. La tathriba alaykum ulyom. I will not take any revenge on you today. And yawfirullahu lakum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive you. I forgive you. And he am Wahshi radiallahu anhu. Who killed the beloved uncle of Rasulullah sallallahu It is mentioned that never did Nabi ﷺ cry so much. On that occasion how he cried when his beloved uncle was martyred. Nabi sallallahu wa sallam still he had the worry and the fear for the hidayat and the guidance of wahshi. And he overlooked and he forgave him. What did Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam teach us? Silman qata'ak. That This is the teaching in the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That person who breaks ties with you, that person who breaks ties with you, then do not do the same to him, but rather join ties with him. ظلمك, that person who oppresses you and does wrong to you, then overlook and forgive him. وَأَحْسِنْ إِلَى مَنْ أَسَاءَ إِلَيْكَ and that person who does wrong and evil to you then in turn be good to him and do good towards him this is the mubarak teachings of our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam otherwise respected that is in friends it will be a means of regret and remorse for us on the day of qiyamah verses of the quran were revealed and it is a warning for all of us that that person who chooses any other lifestyle it will be a means of regret and remorse for him, for eternal, forever and forever. And how does a person feel when he has to live with regret and remorse? We said something or we did something, we hurt someone's feelings, and many a time for the rest of for the rest of a person's life, he has that regret and that remorse within him. That I said this and I said that to conclude one incident in the time of Rasulullah to show us that regret and remorse on that day it is too late that Uqbah bin Abi Mu'id cut the story short and the incident short was a arch enemy of Islam and the Muslims. But he was a very generous person and he had a habit that when he returned from a journey then he would invite all the noble people and the people of status from Makkah to to his home for a meal. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa was also an honored person amongst the kuffar, amongst the mushrikeen. They looked up to him and he had good akhlaq and good character. He was trustworthy. And he invited Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to, to his home. And he invited the other kufar and the mushrikeen as well. When Nabi alayhi came to his home. And he asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to partake of the meal. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that, oh, Uqba, you are a disbeliever, you are a kafir, and I cannot partake of your food. Bring iman first and recite the shahada and the karima. He recited the shahada, and he brought Iman, and he said, أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا Allah, إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّكَ مُحَمَّدُ رَسُولُ That I believe and I testify that there is only one Allah, and you are the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam partook of the meal, and he ate the food. And after Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left and he went away, and a very close associate and a close friend of Hukbah bin Abi Waqeet, who was Ubay bin Khalaf, when he learnt about this, and he heard that Uqbah bin Abi Mu'iq, his close friend, brought Iman. Then he went to him and said to him that how did you forsake the religion and the way of your forefathers and you brought Iman? He responded and he said that I just said it to please him because if Muhammad did not partake of my meal and did not eat at my home, then it would be a form of disgrace and embarrassment for me. So just to make him happy, I recited the shahad and I said the kanima. Ubay bin Khalaf said, prove it to me and I I want you to prove it to me in this way and in this manner that you go, Na'udubilla, and you spit in the face of Rasulullah, you spit in the face of Muhammad. This wretched person he goes and he spits in the face of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals verses of the Quran that wayomaya adbullim alayadehi <laughs> ya kulu ya latehtu ma' Rasulisad on that day that oppressor and that Qabin Abi Mu'aid and every person for that matter who followed any other way. And any other lifestyle besides the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he will regret and he will have remorse. That Uqbah bin Abi Murraid, he will bite his hands and he will bite his fingers in regret and remorse. That ya lateen it haftum ar Rasuli why didn't I follow the practice and the way and the tariqah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Ya waila lateen, lem attaifuladun Khalila, distraction upon me, woe upon me that I took Ubay bin Khalaf and I listened to him and I took his way and his path. <laughs> he misguided me from the haq and the truth. From the shahada and the way of Rasulullah He misguided me from the deen of Islam. After he had come to me, after I brought Iman, he misguided me. So he will live with regret and remorse forever and forever. And these two people were disgraced and they were embarrassed and they were killed in the battle of Badr. So from this we understand also that the company that we keep, who are our friends. That is why Rasulullah sallallahu mentioned and he said, al mar'u ala deeni khalili, Ahadukum may A man is on the way and he is on the tariqat of his friend, he is on the deen of his friend. Every person should be ready and be mindful of whom he chooses as his friends. When Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi wa was asked, What is good company or who is a good friend? He said, That person whom when you see him, he reminds you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That person whom when he speaks, his speech increases your ilm and your knowledge. And that person, his a'mal and his actions reminds you of the akhirat and the hereafter. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the ability to bring sunnat in our life, to choose the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and not to look at others as our role models. Not to look at the life of the mushrikeen, the west, the kufar, the enemies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant me, firstly, and all of us, the tawfiq and the ability, inshallah, to understand, to make amal wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Should we have a son? Should we have a Yeah, then going the final... الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ما يهده الله فلا مضل له وما يضله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطعنا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد وَمَنْ يعصي الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أما بعد فإن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار يا أيها الناس توبوا إلى الله عز وجل قبل أن تموتوا وبادروا بالأعمال الصالحة قبل أن تشغلوا وصِلوا الذي بينكم وبين ربكم بكثرة ذكركم له وكثرة الصَّدَقَةِ في السر والعلانية تُرزَقُوا وَتُنصَرُوا وَتُجْبَرُوا وعلموا ان الله قد افترض عليكم الجمعة في مقام هذا في يوم هذا في شهر هذا من عام هذا الى يوم قيامته فمن تركها في حياتي او بعدي وله امام عادل or, جائر you بها أو question, or فلا جمع الله له شمله ولا بارك له في أمره ألا ولا if له ولا حج له ولا صوم له ولا a question, or if you تاب a question, or if you have a question, or if you have a question, or if you يقهره بسلطان يخاف سيفه وصوته لينتهي أن أقوام على ودعهم أَوْ are اللَّهُ قُلُوبَهُمْ ثُمَّ ثم مِنَ الْغَافِلِينَ أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يَا إِيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِذَا نُوْدِيَ the مِنْ يَوْمِ الْجُمُعَةِ فَاسَّعَوْا إِلَىٰ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَذَرُوا the ذالكم خير لكم ان كنتم تعلمون بارك الله لي ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعني واياكم بالايات والذكر الحكيم استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين والمسلمات من كل ذنب فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه when I من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات and Fusina, or الله فلا may have been la الله fell out لا may you be who fell out in Yella. When I shall allow Hila Hila who acted Hula Shadi Kella, when I shall only say الله when I be anna, what I'm done, what i ياكتهم يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمَنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليماً اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات وال穆سلمين وال穆سلمات لا سجّم على صليقهار ورفيقه الأنيق أمير المؤمنين سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله تعالى عنه وعلى هادم أساس الكفر وصاحب المصاب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا أبي حفص من بن الخطاب رضي الله تعالى عنه وعلى كامل الحياء وجامع القرآن أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله تعالى عنه وعلى الأشجع الآلم ببدائع المعاني وروائح المطالب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله تعالى عنه وعلى الإمامين الهما الأزهرين أبي محمد الحسن وأبي عبد الله الحسين رضي الله تعالى عنهما وعلى عميه المكرمين بين الناس أبي عمارة الحمزه the yeah. وابي الفضل العباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما وعلى بقيه العشره المبشره الذين بايعون بيك تحت الشجره قل الفياض والحواري الزبير وسعد الهدى وسعيد الخير وعبد الرحمن الزكي الشاكر وابي عبيده الزاهد الزاهر وعلى سائر الصحابه والتابعين رضوان الله تعالى عليهم اجمعين الى يوم الدين اللهم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان Allah على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك وحب حبيبك وحب عمل يقربنا إلى حبك اللهم the same مرضانا ومرض المسلمين as the same المسلمين اللهم same الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم as الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم the same والمسلمين the same في كل same رب العالمين اللهم al لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الاحياء منهم والاموات انك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات اللهم رب ارحمهما كما ربيانا صغارا ربنا تقبل منا إنك انت السميع العليم وتب انك انت التواب الرحيم اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وعبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك اللهم من شر ما منه نبيك وعبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاء ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم إباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بِالعَدْلِ والإحسان وإيتائه القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكر الله يذكركم ودعوه يستجب لكم والذكر الله تعالى أعلى وأكبر والله يعلم ما تسنعون